Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing um, an adaptation of Jane Austen's novel that's um, more of a zombie rendition of it called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Now, yeah, this is a... Which was released in 2016. Yeah. So, go on, Mike. Yeah, this is an action comedy horror stroke parody mm-hmm. of Pride and Prejudice. That's why we're doing this uh, this review. Um, yeah. For a long I mean, time, Pride and, Pre- Pride and Prejudice has been a well-done movie, TV series, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Everyone seems to be born and doing it. But when you get a cross-genre, where you yeah. get something like this, and they're frozen zombies or something else, or you know, whatever, werewolves, mm. it takes on a whole new life, pardon the pun. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, it has. I mean, I have read the book and I've read watched this movie, and I see a lot of differences between the book and the the uh, movie, the the Pride and Prejudice zombie book. I mean, I refer to um, the original in the in the zomb- that the book itself. It 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 plays out the same storyline word for word, with only a few bits where they mention zombies in in the. In in the text so here the, and there. The, so, so follow the Jane Austen book. Jane Eyre. I mean Jane Austen. Yeah. I just said Jane Austen. Yeah, just sorry. follow Jane Austen's yeah. version of it, hmm. but do through some zombie stuff in yeah. the Yeah. Instead of um. Instead of talking about um women being accomplished in music, singing, dancing, they just throw in zombie killing yeah. too. Yeah. The, where the, the I think the Bennett girls went to China and studied uh, martial arts mm-hmm. so they can come back and protect themselves and their family mm-hmm. from the zombie holocaust. Yeah, hmm. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Mr. Darcy, he went to Japan and learned his trade yeah, over there. Yeah, well, they said in this movie that Japanese fighting skills were meant for the wealthy and privileged, and the Chinese are for the wise and clever. Somewhere, yeah. Or something, I, I like that. It's mentioned in the dialogue at the beginning of the movie. Somewhere. Anyway, here we go. Now, all my usual stuff I'll get through here. Okay, now, b- believe it or not... There's a million people here who were involved in the production side of it. Well, not a million, lots. Okay, here we go. Uh, Sean McKittrick, Alison Shearmer, Natalie Portman, Annette Savage, Brian Oliver, Tyler Thompson, and Mark Bhutan. I think I think it's the right pronunciation. So all those people were involved in the production. There might have been some other sneaky people in behind the scenes there, yeah. but they're the main ones yeah. listed. Nat- and that's yeah, Natalie was offered to play Elizabeth Bennett, but it's dropped out, so she decided to become... Still be a producer, a but producer see, after maybe all. she didn't want, didn't suit the role, or maybe she didn't want to do the role. I don't know. Doesn't, don't, don't know why. Anyway, here we go. Directed by Burr Steers, he actually wrote the screenplay, or what I say, dead, rewrote it, because several people were writing the script before him based on the book. And he rewrote it before it was uh, committed to the movie uh, because obviously it had mm. been corrupted and bastardised. That's a real word. Uh, so much he brought back more of the Pride and Prejudice feeling to it, more in line of the book the way it's supposed to be and throwing the zombie stuff in. So yeah. he, he worked it really hard to bring it in. Yeah, just so yeah. you guys know, um, I have in the past read books like like the parody ones like Mike mentioned and most of them dealing with um, Jane Austen or Jane S type angles like um, there was one called Mansfield Park and Mummies 
which was really cool. A good that would have been interesting. It mm-hmm. would have been interesting. You would have loved it, Mike. There was that had vampires and they mummies. Made a movie, that one? Sadly, no. 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 There are some sense and sensibility with sea monsters. Senses, okay. And um, I don't know other ones. I heard of a Abraham Lincoln vampire no, hunter. No, I've seen that one. That's not bad. Yeah, that was basically. And there's two Abraham Lincolns. Like one, one is zombie killer, one's vampire hunter. I think, I think it's just mm. two movies. I think could be wrong. Yeah. yeah. So they made a few adaptations here and there, mm-hmm. and while they never, mm-hmm. some of them may not have graced our silver screen. Just, uh, I guess a few people out there are trying to figure out whether or not we'll ever see those ones on the silver screen eventually. Oh, who knows? You never know. Okay, here we go. Drum roll. Okay. This movie was a critical failure at the box office. Yikes. Doesn't mean it's a bad film. Nope. It just means that People couldn't get off on the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. now it went through uh, a development hell <coughs> with budgetary disputes, holding pre-production that uh, had several people involved with directors over the period of time. Yes, no, in, out, whatever. Uh, the script was rewritten several times. It just so much was going on. I think probably that may have contributed to it. But I think what the biggest problem was. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the target market right. Ooh. It was rated as a PG-13. Okay. Now, if they had that in mind at the beginning, they would have dumbed all the violence down to make it acceptable as a PG-13. Hmm. Let's see what you mean. Let's you see say what you're getting at. They could have had a tad more violence, action-type stuff in the movie to make it more acceptable to the older people. Yeah, because so, yeah. I, I did notice... They're, they're sitting on the fence. Yeah, I do yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Understand. I also think yep. some of the scenes were meant for an, a more of an adult audience more than a than a 13-plus audience. I th- yeah, I think they should have been aimed more at the horror part of it with the comedy hmm. and... And yeah, horror like, and action and stuff, and just f- forget about the kiddies and just raise the rating a bit. Because there was a little yeah, bit of sexual. There's a lot of sexual tension between. There was, a bit, especially yeah. the bit where you, well, where bit, the yeah. um, women, the Lizzie, um, the Bennett women, they wear um, holsters underneath their dresses. Yeah, and, yeah, and they'd go to balls and stuff. And, and you, I mean, the typical Pride and Prejudice type movie, but with zombies thrown in. Instead of being a comedy piano players, they were really good with knives and axes and stuff and, and, yeah. and martial arts. So it's, it's. But I think it would have been, should have been aimed more for an older, older crowd. Mm. Uh, so they could have done a little bit more with the action scenes, a bit more blood, a bit more gore, mm. and it probably would have scored a lot better at the, at the box office. Mm. I think that's where the failing failing part was. Now, having said that, the budget was twenty eight million. I think made about 16.4 at the box office. Now, I don't know what's done on home media. Maybe they've picked up a tad more. I don't know. Um, but that's where the problem is. The, the, the reviewers were mixed. Some said it was good. Some said it was mediocre. Some said it was poor. Um, so even the critics couldn't agree on it. But I think what I said before, with they didn't get the target market right because even the critics couldn't agree. Hmm. Something was lacking. And I think it was, yeah, that hmm. focus on... Who do we want to see this movie? Yeah, yeah. so who mm. casts in... I mean, who's Drex... Uh, well, I've, done I've, done I've done all that. I've done all that. Okay, who's not those puns. <laughs> who stars uh-huh. in it is a well, big question. Natalie Portman was going to be in it. She wasn't. Okay. No, she wasn't. Now, okay, I'll just, I'll just rattle off a few of them. Rattle on. Now, the first half dozen or so, but... 
Lily James plays Elizabeth Bennett. She's pretty. Yeah, she's actually a very attractive girl. Um, Sam Riley plays Colonel Fitzwilliam Darcy. Yeah. Miss, you know, we all have Mr. Darcy. Yeah, in these I read games. somewhere yeah, that the, the, I think they, used, they took two of the characters. There was a Darcy, he he's, uh, had a cousin who was Colonel. So I yeah. guess they smished two they, characters they mess, together. Them, yeah. Okay, here we go. Bella Heathcote played Jane Bennett. Ellie Bamber played uh, Lydia Bennett. Mm-hmm. Nellie Brady played Mary Bennett. Uh-huh. Suki Waterhouse played Kitty Bennett. Yeah. Now, now here <laughs> we go. Douglas Booth played Mr. Bingley. Now, when I was watching this movie, I thought to myself, I've seen this guy before, almost in the same clothes. Yeah. And he too. starred in the Mary Shelley biodrama. Biodrama? Well, yeah, yeah. W- a year before this. Yeah, a year before. Yeah, and he looked exactly the same, almost dressed the same. Similar period, obviously, but he played um, Percy Shelley. Yeah, he and also I thought, I was. Know he, his face, yeah. He was also in Great Expectations. That, that he, he? yeah, he uh, Charles Dickens um, okay, yeah, version, okay. of, and he played um, the lead um, protagonist in that one yeah, too. Okay, here yeah. we go. Uh, I'll mention one or two more. Jack Houston played George Wickham. Smooth. Uh, and I'm, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just mention the last two or three here. Sally Phillips played Mrs. Bennett, Mummy Dearest. Mm. Uh, Charles Dance played Mr. Bennett. I know mm. Charles Dance from somewhere. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know. Uh, Matt Smith plays Parson William We know who Collins. he is. He's the guy who was in Doctor Who, wasn't he? I believe so. I'm not, I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I believe mm. he was. And he plays, a, he's probably the funniest guy in the whole lot because he's given, he's got one of those weird roles mm. so he can camp it up a little bit. So yeah. um, uh, I will mention one more here. Um, Lena Headley plays Lady Catherine de Borough. B-O-U-R-G-H. Berg? Anyway, and she is rather a formidable lady, very attractive. <laughs> yeah. But she's sort of like... Uh, it's a pirate. I poked out by a zombie or something, but what would you say? Which is like a matriarch of a family or something? I don't um, know. I guess you would call her a matriarch. Yeah. I guess. She's sort of, you know, like people used to, used to come to her and talk to her like a head of the family, like a don of a, in the mafia or something. So she was like, she must have the high posting. I wasn't quite sure what she was supposed to be. Or a grand arm, whatever. But, uh, a, a grand arm. And, but there's some other couple of people here I won't go on to. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Yeah, most of the time, they're just in the background most of the time. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah and, and, and the bit actors. Yeah, the other ones behind the co-stars and, mm. and bit pieces. Anyway, yeah. They're the main ones anyway. And look, honestly, the cast wasn't bad. I think it was well suited to the movie. And like I said, it was just a, a poor, uh, a, well, a good example of a poor focus on the end result. And I think that's why it didn't go good at the box office. Doesn't mean it's a bad movie. No doubt. No. That's why we decided to review it, hmm. uh, because it's a good watch. It, ca- it captures the Pride and Prejudice feeling, that period sort of movie, and it has the fun of um, some uh, zombies, undead, running around and stuff, and a bit of blood here and whatever. And it's a fun story, one one for the kiddies, hmm. sort of. It, well, 13 plus. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, so shall I begin with the telling of the story? I, I think you should. So the story begins with the um, famous dialogue, it's a truth, general knowledge, that a zombie is out to secure more brains. Well, not in those terms, but you get the gist. And it goes on about how the zombies t- have got, have sp- has started spreading around the um, England. Uh, okay. in, in early 19th century England, mm-hmm. it's besieged by zombies. Exactly. And the Bennett sisters have been sent away 
to learn the weaponry, martial arts, yada yada, to defend themselves, etc., etc. Yeah. And the usual storyline goes on from there. If the yeah. uh, if the parties and balls trying to get the giddy, the girlies married yeah. off. Yeah. 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 All the time, people trying to keep um a, a good profile about things. You know, keep on doing the things that they normally do. You know, co- you know, cooking, baking, um. <laughs> Going to ten balls, you know, yeah. and all that stuff, and card parties. Yeah, that's Meanwhile, awesome, yeah. Card um, parties and different yeah. things, yeah. Darcy goes to one of these card parties, I guess they're called whisk parties. Uh, yeah, something like, yeah. They're yeah. all playing, I think they're playing all, maybe the same card games, whisk, yeah. whatever that is. I know yeah. what whiskey is. Yeah, he, he's got <laughs> ear wind of that there yeah, might what? be some zombies about. Yes, and he, one more stuck in. Yeah, it turns out it was the um, one of the men there, and his daughter, whom um, started sprouting her, her and eating someone else's body parts. Nice. <laughs> I'd prefer a McDonald's myself. Then yeah, we yeah. cut to the Bennett's home. Everyone is um, hears about dear old Mister Bingley, a new man who's come to the area, Neverfield, if that's the word. And he's got this new house, and he hopes to settle down there, and hopefully may choose a wife. Now he's loaded. Um, yeah. Bingley has just inherited a hundred thousand pounds, and that's about the equivalent of six point seven million pounds today uh, in American dollars. That might be about nine mil, I think, nine yeah. to ten million American dollars there. Yeah. Anyway, um, the girls think this is great, and their mother thinks this is wonderful. That way, she'll marry off one of her l- five little girls to said Bingley. Mm-hmm. So they head down to the ball, and we're there. We meet Mr. Bingley, the who's not bad looking. It's in the past they often cast Mr. Bingley as a less equivalent of the um, interesting they character. Yeah, they used to make Darcy look really good and Mr. Bingley look average. Yeah. I've seen it like several yeah. times in several movies and TV miniseries. Yeah. It's not always he's a pretty picture. He's not an attractive man. I'm, like, well, I'm a guy. It's really, okay, he's looking really good. No, but he, he's a good looking guy and he, he would have been a good catch for uh, one of the Bennett girls. Yeah. As long mm. as you're blind. Mm. <laughs> oh, he wasn't that bad. <laughs> the Reverend Collins was pretty pathetic. True. <laughs> I would so, marry him if I was a girl. Yeah, <laughs> so... He's good looking, and Mr. Darcy is in a rough leather jacket kind of way, but yeah, really cool. He's a, he's a man's man sort of thing. Yeah, a bit a bit ruggedy, but ruggedly handsome and stuff, and that brooding look, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know the type. You know, the, yeah, he, he's got a job to do. Yeah, yeah, and and while Lizzie overhears this conversation about that he, about her sister and and her Mr. Bingley. Being Miss um, being Jane is um, the most attractive-looking girl there. Um, Darcy thinks Elizabeth is less the equivalent when you think about it. But Elizabeth is in this one; she's rather attractive in that sexy uh, romance novel kind of way when you think about it. Well, I like that. <laughs> anyway, she heads outside, fed up with his lingo, and she left, leaves a bit of an, a noisy exit when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, and she, she goes outside the garden, doesn't she? Yes, she does, and she runs into a zombie who, um, who was speaking to her, and then there, old Darcy shoots the bitch, blows the head clean off, <laughs> and she um, then more zombies start appearing, and then Oops. Lizzie and her sisters they head back inside and start tearing those zombies to bits. And they're really, really good. And this is where Darcy's impressed with her fighting skills and says, 
that he's really impressed by her brightness of her eyes when she's mo- the, her when, movements. When, when she's slicing heads off you know, yeah. zombies, looks he, so good and delicate. Yeah, like little flower. He, like he's he's just admires her, the how she does it and all that stuff. She has style. She has grace. She has poise. Oh yes. And blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, next morning or next few days, um, Jane gets a letter from um, Bingley's sisters asking her to dine with them at Neverfield, and so her mother is excited about this, but she suggests she take. Um, one of their horses, horse instead of a carriage, instead of a carriage down to Neverfield. Why I'll never know. Mm, beats me. Maybe, maybe the carriage is for repair or something. Or oh, I think that according to Miss Bangnett, she says that it's starting to rain, which means that you may stay uh, overnight. Meaning you get, uh, to, you may get to spend a bit more time what with a him. Cagey mummy. Hey? Unfortunately, uh, on the way when uh, f- through the woods, she comes across a zombie a male zombie and she kills it of course but she also ends up injuring herself because of her oh, firearm yeah he's out, you know it's those full flintlocks or guns there you put powder in well it backfired onto a hand and you know, you know it wasn't loaded prime properly and so she mm. burned a hand yeah. Yeah. yeah she also confronts two other zombies in the woods and I don't know what happens next because we don't see what happens next it's a mother and baby wasn't it yeah it was yeah, yeah. really creepy but yeah, we don't a, ba- see a baby zombie being held by a mummy zombie. So, yeah. Uh, one can think that Jane's uh, killed them and she just continued on her way forward. We'd well, like to think she put them out of the misery. Yeah, but. yeah. Anyway, we cross to Neverfield and Jane is bedridden. And yeah, Darcy. Gets a fever or something from, the, from, yeah. from her, the thing hitting her hand. And yeah. Darcy suspects maybe she might have contracted the, vi- the, the zombie pandemic. Virus. Thing. Yeah. But she didn't, she didn't. No. Soon enough, Elizabeth arrives and is she's walked the rest of the way. She's a big walker person in this movie, which yeah. is which is mentioned in all the adaptations of Pride and Prejudice. She she walks all the time in the in these those ones. Anyway, back to the story. Mm-hmm. She does go to his to Jane's room, and we find out that it was actually a gun that misfired and hurt her hand yeah, we saw a bit of bone but other than that no yeah, yeah, it took some, a water skin off a, yeah just behind the, next to your thumb there that little pad there yeah yeah, that Darcy. Big hold that yeah. size of a uh, dollar dollar coin or something. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy takes out a special vial that has teeny weeny flies that kind of indicate whether there's an infection oh, around. No, 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 no. What it, he calls them carrion flies, and they're attracted to dead meat. Mm-hmm. True. Not virus, dead meat. So dead if meat. you're dead, the flies will go and land on you because mm. you're dead meat. Mm. Hey, that's a good name for a website, isn't it? Too late. It's oh, it's been done. Well, what's he isn't it? Yeah. James Agenies. Okay. My favourite po- <laughs> movie reviewer. Even Mikey doesn't... Oh, look, I, I, I don't like his style. He's good. He's got a good following and, and good luck to him, but I don't, don't like that sort of yeah. reviewing. I just so. really admire his energy. He makes a, he's very energetic and very smart and funny and everything else. He really digs deep into his reviews. So mm. we do a different style of reviewing, that's all. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good. I've, I have heard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have seen him. And, you and know, he's made a big name for himself. Yeah, he's done really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, what I was going to say is that so the carrion flies, he calls them, will only settle on dead meat. Yes. yes so, yeah. But luckily, Jane, she actually uses in her 
kung karate skill or kung fu skill, snatches those flies one by one and crushes them into a into a palm and, and drops, drops them, them into, into his Mr. hand. Darcy's hand. So it's, it's, yeah. mm, meaning Saying, she, you're not going to test my sister. <laughs> yeah. Later on that evening, uh, she goes to their um to one of their, to the lounge room where they're playing cards and she decides to select a book and she impresses them with her her knowledge of of speaking Chinese and and all that stuff and she doesn't like uh, how Darcy's all about I'm looking for a nice very proficient I, I, woman I, I, I speak Chinese really I have some fried rice curry prawns and some light cheese there you go <laughs> very funny that's Chinese isn't it oh, no sorry. Oh, sorry so um, Darcy is a bit nerved that she's doesn't like him very much, and he goes outside and starts chomping down some trees yeah, he in prays, the night. He, he, he prays with his sword with these little topiary-type trees, I don't like this or whatever, and I'm thinking, how rude. Did he ask whether he could chop the trees up? I don't know. How, yeah. but it's not his tree. Mm, true, <laughs> it's Bing Lee's um, home, after all. Anyway, the, nice, later the next morning... Um, um, let me see. Her mum and her sis- other sisters arrive, t- telling, checking to see if um, Jane is all right. Of course, instead of sticking around, um, Elizabeth and Jane, who's still a bit worn out from the from the arrival and all, exactly. all that stuff, um, they decide to leave. And of course, um, Miss Bennett is a little bit taken back that they're not going to stick around a little longer. But um, Elizabeth is bent on leaving. Oh, she's bent. I'm, I'm a bit bent myself, actually. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Sorry. We then oh, they sorry. then get into the coach, and then they pass um, an orphanage full of dead zombie children, and the and the girls withdraw their firearms to be on the safe side. Yeah. You never know your luck. Are you? But then we then see Jane revived. She's back at home, happy, and hey. Mr. Um, Bennett um, gives them news that they're going to have a have a dinner guest shortly. That's his cousin who will inherit the estate if, unless when he passes away. And then yeah. um, they'll be left on the street if they don't get married. Which is the whole point of this whole um, thing, to make sure that these girls get married, good, off. married off. And so they have something... Because um, back in those days, um, if you weren't married off, you'd be um, either forced to leave or... Well, no, or live. he'd be... That's what, if they didn't marry you off into a good marriage or something... Yes. Else, a bit of money behind them or some assets or whatever, yeah. uh, they end up being a burden on the family and someone has to support them. Exactly. And that's yeah. probably... I don't know if that ever happened in real life. I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's be a, a, yeah, and they get, they get... They might get an allowance to live on, but they basically pretty much live in the house and just attend the parties and do yeah. whatever. They, they exist. They don't live much for life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Soon enough, Mr. Collins arrives and he is a total waste of space. Base. Oh, he's, he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. Uh, the, oh, he, even in the Jane Austen book, he's a bit of a uh, comedy Yeah, relief. he's a half. Yeah, he wasn't good looking. He was obnoxious, everything else. Yeah, Nobody was going to marry this guy. Even if he's the last guy on earth, a female would not want to marry this guy. Yeah. <laughs> he then tries to, um, he does eventually brings up that he'll, once, he'll marry Jane because she's the eldest and usually the eldest get married first but of course miss bennett says unfortunately the um my daughter at the moment is 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 in a, in a relationship at the moment or something like that yeah well she has 
Yes, you might be heading in that direction with somebody else. Yeah, and so Elizabeth is a likely uh, candidate for... She got the short this. straw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he... So the girls later on, they decide to go walk to Meryton. Yeah, Meryton, where they're going to visit an aunt of theirs that yeah, lives there, I think. Why would you walk with all these zombies running around? I'll never know, honestly. I don't know. I'd go an armoured car, me, so. Maybe Meryton is yeah. not too far from... Um, oh, they haven't done every car, do they? No. And anyway, so they gathered up all their wep- their arm their weapons and they head off down to Meryton. And along well, that's the way, all the muskets, so, was it? Yeah. yeah. They then <laughs> run into a into an oil um, carriage, whatever, and they shot the dead zombie. Oh yeah, as a, a lamp oil cart has been attacked by zombies, and the lady trying to get out of it, who was a lamp oil lady, has already been turned into a zombie. Yeah. Then we head. Yeah. They continue on to Meryton, and Lizzie is holding all the muskets. I think. I don't know why. Uh, and and Mister Bingley says, I mean Mister Collins, I should say, um, tries to help her, but he just doesn't even help. No, her he picks up once. He sees things one over her arm and puts one back on. Yeah, he 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 just reloads her. Yeah, <laughs> he what a horrible man! Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a comedy. <laughs> I it's, know it's a comedy. I'll help you. And, 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 and he picks it up and puts it puts it back in her arms so she can carry it yeah, properly. Yeah, very uh-huh. chivalrous. Yeah, not comedy. I know, but he's not very chivalrous. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, they head off to Meriton. They finally get there and they meet the. The arm, the soldiers in the red coats, I should say. I'm not. Well, they just wear red coats. Yeah, yeah and that was, yeah. both Kitty and 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 Mary, I'm not Mary. I mean, uh, Kitty and Lydia are smitten by these guys because they're well, really they, hot. Well, they were smoot. Yeah, yeah Is it's the bug lugs there. Um, Wickham, yeah, yeah, Wickham yeah he, he's um in ordinary clothes, but he's going to plan on joining mm. up eventually. Or, whatever. Or, or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and. Lydia well, he uh, was one of them in plain clothes, but he hadn't put his clothes on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Lizzie is smitten by him, and mm. he, and we get a backstory into how he is um was um a son of a steward for the for the late Mister Darcy, um um Mister Darcy's you know father. I mean, and of course um he was um he was really nice to her, but they run into. Um, the, to the current Mr. Darcy, who doesn't take it that like, likely that he's around. So he heads he off. He doesn't like Wickham. Yeah. They used to be childhood friends. More, more of that later. Yeah. So anyway, the, the, as they continue on, um, they, they eventually hear that there's going to be a, par- a bit of a party coming that's ne- it never filled because... Um, both Mr. Bennett, Mrs. Bennett, and her daughters asked, "Would they be able to have a party at his place as a bit of a way to make friends and stuff like that?" And as one would. So. But doesn't Wickham take? What's he out for a ride on a horsey to go see another party? Later, that oh, part. Okay. Anyway. At the same time. Wickham, um, he. He does come to the party, but he doesn't stay too long, and then just Collins. Take some Lizzie on the dance floor, and he dances like a, to- a total. Yeah, he, and you ain't, ain't John Travolta, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, as I said in the books, he he dances really horrible in that one too. Yep. So anyway, moving on. So anyway, then a bit of another zombie outbreak happens at Neverfield. That's right, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, up and down in the in this basement, basement or, 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 kitchen, or, or yeah. kitchen anyway, Whatever. and. 
They said, one of the zombies says that we were invited in by someone in the someone inside. Did. We, yeah, we thing. probably found out later on who it was. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so, anyway, thanks to um, Darcy and Lizzie, they were able to to stop the um, outbreak or the zombies from attacking the party guests. Yes, they're lovely. Of course, Bingley is he, useless. He kind of couldn't even... Yeah, he, he's not very good. He's... He, He's a gentleman's gentleman sort. Of, he's a gentleman yeah. sort of guy. Yeah, but, really, yeah. And again, yeah. anyway, the next morning, he, him and his sisters and Darcy, they leave the district. Yeah. And, yeah. And <coughs> they, Jane gets this sad, sappy letter saying that from Mr. Mrs. Bingley's sister, that I mean, I mean, Mr. Mr. Bingley's sister saying that they plan on going off to London so that. Mr. Bingley can continue courting Dar- Mr. Darcy's sister, Mr. Darcy's sister, Georgiana. Whatever. Anyway, this is upsetting, and Boo. there's an end to it. And then Mr. Collins um, comes up to Liz and tells her, "Will you marry me? I, I will be a, make, I'll be a good husband, all that stuff. And but provided, could you please disdain from being a soldier or an arm or a warrior? Yeah, stop firing off the zombies. And yeah. that way, because I don't think I like firearms in our house. Because he's he's a minister, past and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't think it'd be right for a minister's wife. To be a zombie, a zombie hunter or but a zombie killer. Yeah. Of course, Lizzie um, rejects this offer and tells her, and her mother keeps telling her, "You will, res- you will accept his offer." Yada yada yada. But of course, her husband, Mr. Bennett, says to Liz, "If if you do not, if you do marry, if you do not marry Mr. Collins, she, your mother will never speak to you again." And I would never speak to you if you do. Do marry. So Meaning he side. has her full-fledged support not to marry this creep. Yeah, he is a creep, honestly. Mm. Yeah, you know the type. Oh, oh yes. Anyway, Liz walks <laughs> off into the woods and her dad wanted, forbids her for walking off into the woods because it's a dangerous place. Zombies. She then meets four... Black hood, black. Well, she sees figures. them. She's behind. Sees them from behind, doesn't she? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. In the opening scene, we found out about the four horsemen of, of the, the apocalypse, apocalypse, which means mm. that these guys are play a big part in this movie. And also in the Bible. Uh huh. In, in Revelations. Yeah. <laughs> Wickham appears and he tells her about the secret place where these zombies have secretly. You know, are at church and they're eating no, cow he didn't, brains. He didn't, no, he didn't tell the zombies. Okay, they, he doesn't tell her. <coughs> he said, "I'm going to take you to another type of a ball or something, rather." Yeah. And under a pretext, he takes her to the church. Okay, he takes her to this, yeah. and, and she, they're in the back of the church, and and she realizes they're all dead. Undead. Well, dead, undead, whatever. They're not living people like you and I. I mean, yeah. Mm. See, these guys are fed on fed pigs' brains. Pigs' brains. And they're, and they're civilized dead people. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yeah, yeah, and and dear old um, well, Wickham just says he needs money to in order to try to get the get the public to see that not all zombies are bad and maybe they could be saved or yeah, spared yeah, or le- learn to coexist with them. Yeah. So that, but there's going to be out outnumbering the living people. And so, you know, the world will eventually t- take over the world almost, so you might as well learn to live together in harmony. Yes. Yeah, anyway, um, Lizzie then hears mm. that her friend 
um, Charlotte is going to marry Mr. Collins and she wants her to chaperone her at her, the estate where she's going to meet Catherine de Berg, the, yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. the Darcy's um, aunt. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mr. Darcy, that's right. Order. Yeah. yeah, that's who she was. I couldn't remember what was what, what, yeah, Mr. Darcy's aunt. Yeah. Lady, whatever name was. Was practically a very, fu- very strong, strong warrior type, and she's yeah, she and her really house good. is like guarded like a fortress. It's good looking too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so there, so Lizzie gets invited to stay with the Collinses, and there we meet, get to meet um, Catherine de Berg and her nephew, Mister Darcy, and. Dear old Wickham arrives, and he tries to convey his thoughts across to them, and they think this, there's no way of sophisticating a zombie, civilizing, civilizing a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no chance of that. And he's, he's trying to plead their case, and um, as one would, and they're saying Darcy's saying no. Yeah, because he <coughs> sees through Wickham's. Um, he, kn- he knows Wickham a lot better than everybody else does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie just sees it as another random um, excuse that he's not, um, um, he, that he's refusing to um, do what his dad wishes. You know, mm, he's, yeah. um, when his dad died, Wickham was offered a certain amount of money so he can, um, co- you know, live off. And unfortunately, that money has been wasted. Squandered, if you will. Yes. Anyway. Back to the story. Later that night, as Lizzie can't, couldn't sleep, she meets Wickham later that night at the um, house, at Collins's house, and Wickham tries to persuade Liz to run off, run off with him. Hmm. But she says no, and so he heads off into the shadows, you know, joking about how the wealthy are not safe inside their homes or that stuff. Anyway, back to the story. Next morning, Mr. Darcy arrives at Collins's house and he t- uh, pleads his case with with Lizzie Bennet, saying he arrogantly likes her and he wants to marry her. Unfortunately, Liz approaches him. And she finds out from Wickham that very, that very night that that the reason the Bingley and his sisters left Neverfield was because Darcy told Bingley to not to cease relationship cease um you know cease their relationship well because he overheard her mother yes her mother was blah 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 yeah, blah. yeah I finally got rid of my daughter off to this rich guy but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. during the ball of course yeah, and yeah and, and like that yeah and so we get this interesting intimate fight scene between Ben with Lizzie and Darcy which is really yeah, a bit of a bit of martial arts involved there and stuff. Yeah, very. Yeah, it w- involved. Not very, yeah, yeah, involved. Um, not very ladylike. <laughs> true, yeah. it was really kind of intimate and cool. Anyway, um, Darcy. Intimate uh, fighting. Well, it was kind of cool. Oh, well, but you cut some buttons, came off here and there with swords and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose. And him, um, what's the word? Um, uh, what's the word when someone jumps on top of you? Fun. <laughs> no, I mean no, no I mean yeah, uh, the um, oh, never mind. Uh, she he pins he, her he pins her to the floor a couple of times, yes. which is kind of ironic. He straddles her. Straddle, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, the word straddle is the word yeah. I'm looking for. Putting it down, he, putting it down. He wasn't doing anything naughty. 
he but he was uh, eyeing her and he probably enjoys her heart nice breathing. Boobs, <laughs> nice boobs, yeah. The, the buttons came down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. I'll have two Anyway, words. he eventually, um, he makes his, his leave, tells her that he, he all, the, all the best. And the Collins has arrived, say, a few seconds, five min, five seconds later. Yeah, they walk in the door. Yeah. Uh, he walks out, he walks in. And yeah. this <laughs> is where Liz tells um, Charlotte that, that Mr. Dust. Mr. Darcy oh, yeah. um, has um, practically forced Mr. Bingley to stay away from her, her sister. We also get um, he also sends her a letter we later on where she reads from and he explains outside, the whole lot. and he explains mm. how that his father he loved his loved Miss Wickham as a son and he did um, did what his dad's wishes were when he he passed away to give him some money and. Which, of course, we mentioned squandered well, well, away. Yeah, but there's something here. Uh, he and Wickham were childhood friends. Yes. But Wickham may have murdered Darcy's father to, yeah. get, some money, to get the money. Yeah. Anyway. He squandered the inheritance, like you said. Yeah. yeah, and somehow his father turns into a zombie, and Mr. Darcy, in his being merciful, mercifully and, kills and him. His father, yes. So that would, that would make sour you to your old childhood friendship, wouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he then tells her, her that he did, um, he did, um, for, you know, force Bingley to leave her sister, and it was for he thought he was doing the right thing. He also brings up in the letter about there's going to be an upcoming zombie outbreak, and the only way to prevent this from happening is to destroy the bridge. And he tells her to be prepared for the worst to might, might that might happen. So later exactly. on, she returns back to her home, and she gets she, Jane arrives. Tells her the bad news that Lid, that Kitty, yeah, Kitty, um, ran off with um, yeah, no, it's not Kitty. I mean Lydia, yeah. uh, runs it off with with George Wickham, and we. I think it's a pretext that she didn't run away. I think she was kidnapped or abducted. We think so because we might see later on she actually chained up somewhere. Yeah, I think it was. I think that running away part was a pretext, but mm. I think that it was also a kidnapped attempt. We think so. Anyway, the girls, they their dad wanted to you know, do the right thing and try to find her himself, but but Lizzie works it out from the letter that she got from from Lydia that that they're at the church that Wickham took to her yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. indicating that Wickham has. Abducted her and is taking her to there to be ne- probably eaten, snack. Eaten, snacked, uh, finger food, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. So, Brain food? <laughs> so it's up to Jane and Liz to find their sister and bring her home. So before they get down to that, Catherine de Berg arrives and she challenges and tries to get Lizzie to admit that she's in love with Darcy and that if she is, she should. Just uh, pretty much forget that, or not forget it. Just promise to Catherine de Berg that she would not get enter such an engagement or such, mm, which yeah. Liz didn't, refuses. And of course, we get a few bit of a fight and all that stuff. And finally, the girl, the ladies, were had a truce between them, well, I guess. That, yeah. And then this is where we get the I get the uh, Mr. Bennett plans on going to find Lizzie and. Unfortunately, Lizzie and Jane decide to go find her. And yep. the rest of the family was evacuated to Catherine de Berg's house for safety. 
You're like the master of Red Death, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> so the girls head off to towards the in-between. This is um, the place that's sort of near London, I think it would be. It is, yeah. London's supposed to be, it's supposed to be London, here. Yeah. yeah, the in-between is sort of the um, place where the zomb- most of the zombies are at. And uh, yeah, some of you. Yeah. Well, now, the zombies are on the outer bit. I think the other people live in the in-between area and the fortification, which was the centre part of where yeah. the rich people live. and there's yeah. only one bridge yeah. that connects um, <coughs> them... Mm. From the zombie area to the um, the rest of England, which means that's the only way to get across to try to save Lydia. And of course, um, Jane stays behind because the soldiers are trying to fight off any other zombie attempts to try to breach the final bridge to, for of the zombies so they can attack rest of civilization. <laughs> so eventually, they arrive there, and Mr. Darcy is in the that area, and he meets up with Liz, and she tells him the big bad news that Lydia has been abducted by George Wickham, and she may be lunch. Oh yeah, or a light snack. So he was probably yeah. yeah. He makes up a pretext, and he decides to go and find Lydia on his own. Of course, Lizzie finds out about this and knows it's a ruse, so she heads off and follows him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Anyway, back to the story. We then eventually arrive at the church, and we we hear a lot of moaning and groaning and yada yada and a long sermon. Yeah, yeah. and we do, and and Darcy heads down to the um, basement, and he finds Lydia there, chained up and inside a cage, or or at least a, a prison. Oh, you like yourself, yeah, mm. yeah. And Wickham appears, and how he's he <coughs> says. Some nasty things about how he 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 thought this was Darcy would arrive or stuff. Yeah. He, he also demands Darcy's watch, which belonged to um, late Darcy's, yeah, Darcy's he, dad. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he demands it. Eventually, the two fight, and quickly we soon get a few the zombies arrive, and they're all feral. Yeah, they've been fed some human uh, organs, brains, whatever. Yeah, yeah. brains. Yeah. And they started to go a bit savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suspect that, that there's some of the. I think some of the men, the minister and the other men, they found out that someone has been feeding these um, zombies brains from the military. Like I suspect Wickham might be supplying the brains because no, he would. One? He was in the military and he may have been. Yeah. Ciphering off a few of the um, dead soldiers. Oh, why don't you tell them the truth now? That Wickham's actually one of them. Yeah, well, Wickham at this <laughs> he point. He's dead man walking. Yeah, at this point, Wickham is work is working with them. Yeah, but he's also dead. Yeah. Remember anyway, they have a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, quickly, Darcy settles um, Lydia up onto his horse and gets her to head towards the um, final the bridge. Mm. And meanwhile, while this is happening, Lizzie sees. Lydia heading towards the opposite direction, and she takes it upon herself to find to go back to the church and try to find Darcy and find Wickham. We get this fight scene between Wickham and Darcy. It lasts all night and day, and oh, we f- few hours maybe. And then we see that dear old Wickham has a very big bite mark on his <clears> chest, <throat> and you, then you see the discoloration under his clothing, which means his body is actually a dead body. Yeah, meaning he's yeah. a dead man walking, as be, you said. That's why he gets on with the dead guys quite nicely. Mm-hmm. He's their leader. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I remember the story where Mr. Collins mentioned earlier about an antichrist, and I think that 
Shakespeare or George Wickham is that antichrist. The antichrist, that, maybe. That's mm, what we think. Because yeah, we yeah. keep seeing the the black, um, the mm. the um, the the black four horsemen of the apocalypse guys who appear appearing when exactly when but Wickham appears. Hint, yeah. hint, all that stuff. Yeah, so it could be the the beginning of the end, the four horses of the apocalypse. Luckily enough, uh, Lizzie yeah. arrives before um, Darcy uh, gets his hand, head chopped, killed. You know, gets killed, and Lizzie chops he, off he's, one he's of Wickham's hands. His right arm. Yeah, and no. of course they beat him, and eventually they should have cut his head off. Oh, silly should, people! Yeah. So quickly, Darcy and Lizzie they quickly have to get away back across the bridge because that last bridge is going to be blown up to prevent another uh, a horrible zombie outbreak in the area so they had no time left to make it to, to they don't have much time left so they quickly dash towards the bridge they already they lit the fuse and they make it just across the bridge in time when it's being blown up and they get a bit damaged, but they're still okay. Right. Yeah. Move on to the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> and Lizzie is cradles um, Darcy in her lap I and, love you. and says oh. how much she likes him yeah. and all that stuff. Then we cut to Rosie's, um, Catherine de Burke's house and, yeah. and castle. They're having a dual marriage. And the um, girls are cleaning their muskets, and then Bingley arrives and he asks to see Jane for a few minutes. And Jane has proposed to. We hear yippee, yippee, yippee from the next room. Yeah. We then see Darcy, who's recovered from his wounds. Ordeal. And he has a quick um, um, talk to Elizabeth. And he proposes marriage to her. And then we have a joint double wedding. And who's the minister? Mr. Collins. Who's obviously happy with his, his conquest. Yeah, he's um, he's like saying, "Dearly beloved, we are gathered here yeah, to meet right. this woman and woman. And I mean, this, this man, this woman, and this man, this woman." Yeah, he was funny. It was comical. Not as good as Rowan Atkinson as a minister, <laughs> but it wasn't too bad. It was hilarious, yeah. folks. Yeah. Anyway, um, we then, then the couples kiss, and then we have this joyful wedding. And then we cut to the we credits, the cr- and then we get the post-credits scene where the couple is smiling, and then their faces turn. They're walking turn out of the way from the building, and their faces change from fear and terror. And they, at the end of fear and terror, and they see a horde of zombies coming. And who do you think's leading them? The four horsemen of the pop clips and, and Wickham, with his hand being replaced Wick- by a prosthetic. Oh, your prosthetic, something rather, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Like Captain Hook, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the story ends, but I suspect they survive. That's my well, theory. Well, I'd like to think they did. If yeah. they went with a sequel, which I mentioned would not have been a big chance in hell, nah, I would, I would, I went, they would have yeah, if, mentioned it. When, if, when you get a good movie for a reasonably good ending, like that, you leave it hanging. You say, ooh, what happened? Ooh, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, and they say, what happened? Yeah. oh, we won. Okay, when's the next battle? Yeah, as I said before, no chance in hell, which is a shame, really, because I thought it was an interesting twist ending. Okay, a bit of of info. Now, this movie, as we said before, it's a 2016 movie. But the film um, was based on a 2009 novel of the Mm. same name, uh, and the project was first announced in 2009. So they read the book and said, hey, this will make a really good movie. Mm. So it's taken, um, what, yeah. uh, five, six, about six years to seven years to go from 
oh, let's make a movie to have it get released. Hmm. So and it's gone through um, different directors were bored on and off. I mean, I don't think they changed during the production, but during that, oh, it is going to come on, he's going to go off. Oh, he can't do it because he's got another thing he's got to do. It just dragged on and on, uh, swapping and changing people yeah, all the time. Yeah, this happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. No commitment. Yeah, well, no, they had other commitments. They said, well, this is dragging on too long. Yeah. So they had to go and do the other commitments they had. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um, yeah. I guess it's not to everyone's taste. Um, but anyway, um, do you mind if we rev- check out the, the Food for Thought reviews on why they I'm think it's terrible? I'm not going to go through all the reviews. I'll go through some of them. Okay, some of them. Someone's mouth was rattling off too much and didn't give me much time left. Okay. That's a laptop she made. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, my grand, uh, my granddaughter was here and she made a cardboard laptop. Yeah, with Pac-Man on it. <laughs> I gave a real one last year when she was five, but she made a yeah. cardboard one. Why uh, would you bother? Yeah, I uh, hate Mike uh, for doing that, to be right. honest. What, buying a laptop? I just mean she's that... She's a very intelligent girl. She's Thank intelligent, you very much. but that's all she ever does. I'm trying to break her away from that habit by taking her to places. Uh, okay, look. So okay. she can actually see this more to life than, than seeing it from a laptop. Okay, right. I will say one, a couple of things here. A bit of filming stuff, okay. Cool. Principal filming started uh, in September 2014. Okay. Uh, West Wickham House and Park in Buckinghamshire in England. Uh, in early November, the crews were filming at Bassing House in Old Bassing, Bassing, mm. whatever. Uh, and then in November, they were doing uh, film to a place called Fresham in Surrey, where they shot until the end of November. Uh, so, as all location shoots, obviously, it's a lot better. You get the buildings. You can't re- you, you can't emulate the buildings properly in a studio all the time. So, the big buildings, the rooms are big. Let's bring the camera crew in. Yeah. Now, critical response. I'm not going to go through all of them. I think that's okay. No, no. But what I said before is I don't think they got the target market right. Mm. They said, oh, if they started off, oh, it's going to be PG-13+. plus. They would have dumbed down the violence and the gore and that sort of stuff. They didn't make it adult enough for the adults to like it. Mm. You see? So I think that's where the grey area is. Because mm. little things like here, I, I've highlighted a couple of the reviews. Okay, go for it. Um, Peter Travers from Rolling Stone gave the film two out of four stars, commenting that uh, the movie r- is rated at PG-13. So the zombie gore is decidedly down a little bit, but um, before Repetition Dolls a Party, the movie gets a few juicy innings. So it's, it's got some bits in it to make it interesting. Okay? Uh... Mick LaSalle, uh, the San Francisco Chronicle, gave the film two out of four stars, saying, compared with other Jane Austen movies, it isn't much. But compared with other zombie apocalypse movies, it's intelligent, literate effort. Cool. So he said, it's not not a Jane Austen movie, and it wasn't meant to be a Jane Austen movie. Mm. The guy's a twit. It's supposed to be a parody. It's supposed to be, no, no, not. Um... And uh, Mark Kermode of The Guardian gives the film two out of five stars, saying, uh, Yet, torn between Austin and the undead, Hmm. Steers seems unsure how straight to play either element. That's what I said before. He didn't get his target market right, maybe. Uh, Blunting comedy, horror and romance alike. The result lacks bite. 
the one no element that Bombay <laughs> Demonstrants should have in common. So, yeah, it, it, it didn't appeal to everybody because it was sitting on the fence in the middle. I see. That's where the problem was. Um, uh, one down here, um, Christy Lemire, Lemire uh, from the Rob, uh, Roger Ebert.com. Uh, I won't read all of it, but the last bit says, this is a vaguely amusing idea which somehow got stretched out to an entire book, mm. which somehow became a bestseller. So the book was a bestseller, which inevitably, which inevitably means it had to be made into a film. Well, yeah, but like I said, the, the film interpretation probably wasn't as good as the book for what I said before. Uh, okay. Uh, he's, well, somebody here, uh, here uh, there's one here, uh, Associated Press, I won't read the whole comment, it says, blah, 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 should have been a telly movie instead of a real movie, hmm. and says, here the action and violence take up the space that should have generally been used for character development. Now, it's Pride and Prejudice, and the character development's there. We know the Bennett family, we know who they are, we know Colonel Darcy, he's a Colonel Darcy, he's in the army, he's free the vamp, he's a zombie killer. Uh, everyone's sort of got their bit. You don't need to go back to when you're a little child. I don't think you really need yeah, that too we much already know that We yeah. already know their histories. But you still have the movie for somebody who doesn't know the history, but it was enough of a character development in it. Now, here's Britain Peel of the Dallas Morning News gave the film a B minus, calling the film fun, funny, gory, and yet still strangely romantic. So he liked it. Oh, that's a relief. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and here's a good one which I like: literary, literary, literary scholar and Austin professor. Hmm. Okay, that's nice. Devonie Lusa. Uh, stated in Entertainment Weekly magazine her opinion that the film's first half, and especially Matt Smith's Mr. Collins work comic, jarring and enjoyable. She assessed the film overall with, I laughed a lot and I shrieked. I was wavering between B plus and A minus. I'm willing to bump it up for its originality and live with my grade inflation reputation. A minus. Hmm. So she is a Jane Austen professor of literacy, whatever, and she liked it. So she, funny that, isn't it? Funny um, that, isn't so it? So she can see the value of it. So I don't think that I don't think they they got the target right, but it's still a good movie. Not the greatest because of they pulled back on the violence and stuff. And look, if they had. Uh, the aim for an adult audience that could have more gore, blood, guts, whatever, heads rolling off on the table and whatever, and it may be thrown a ubiquitous sex scene or two or something in there, and would have been fun for all. But because they dumped it down a little bit, that's where I think they lost out. Yeah, I remember in a... I have told you guys, I, did, I have watched a few parodies. I even saw one where Darcy was a, secretly a werewolf, and it was really... Oh, nice. And it takes place... Oh, and it takes place uh, as a bit of a sequel to um, Pride and Prejudice, yeah. where which he's been harboring, you know, deep secrets of his uh, own, which he didn't want to share with Lizzie yeah, well, until after they got married. Talking about that 
Okay, right. I know. I'm just telling you, I'm like that. That, that there's some inter- day, there is some interesting stories are, out there. A lot there, of parodies are good. Okay, yeah, a lot of parodies are good, but in some cases not as good as the original. True. And this is a case where, look, I I don't mind Jane Austen and all that sort of good groovy stuff. Okay, but there are usually slow moving dramas. True. No, I'm, I'm making I'm making a comparison here. Okay. So they're usually a slow movie drama. Right. This is a slow movie drama. No, mm-hmm. it's the same pace as the Jane, that the original movie yeah. would be. Mm-hmm. But they got a few zombies thrown in. Yeah. Know, they, so, but they didn't capitalize on enough. That's all. Um, yeah, they should have up marked, up tempoed it just that little bit extra to make yeah. it more interesting. I yeah. think that mm-hmm. when you yeah. look, when you did, if you ever read the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies book, it did. Um, I think it was. It wasn't as as unlike the movie itself. It's as it's a it just mentions just the zombies a little bit, and sometimes yeah. we get a few fight scenes in the in the in the book. But gobble, gobble. but it's not the main yeah. um, part yeah. to the and story. It's mostly it just follows the original it, Jane Austen text. zombies running, hmm. and like I said, they could have done better, hmm. and that, so that's why. Apart, look, apart from that part, sitting on the fence uh, yeah, for a target market, everything else is fine. The acting's fine, the mm. scenery's good. Yeah, everything's great about the movie. Mm. I've got no problem with it. Yeah. But it's just that they didn't commit either way. Mm. They were trying to go, they walked on the middle ground a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why it didn't quite really do good at the box office. I didn't The enjoy. kiddies wouldn't like it and the adults wouldn't like it. True. I did like the um, parodies yeah. of where Darcy's a vampire, and it really is a erotic, you know, just. It gives me a turn. Well, uh, it yeah, gives me an interesting feeling. Well, interesting, yeah. Especially when you, I mean, you have to read the books to understand yeah, no, what I'm yeah, talking about because they, they, it's they so. Did, they did emulate that a bit in that fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of sexual tension in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that when you look, when you read parody books, they. Yeah. They turn on the heat in some they scenes, can do, yes. and sometimes they would go for different directions. It's really exciting. Anyway, I mean, I I, I don't I haven't seen a lot of them. I've I only read a few, and I'm I'm not going to say which one's the best at the moment. No, we're not going to we're not going to. I'm not going to rate. I'm not going to do a um, episode no. where what's the best um, parody of no. of Jane Austen's books. Um, yeah. Oh, look, parodies are parodies, and but listen, you can either you can sometimes score a really good movie with being you can take, you can take a, an average movie and make a parody out of it, and if you say okay, I can really make that really really funny, and if you've got a good writer make it really, really funny, you might make a really hoot, yeah, you know, of a, a really top movie out of out of a boring story, mm-hmm. or even do a remake of a movie, make a parody of the original movie, mm-hmm. whatever you do. It depends on who the screenwriters and mm. what they want to achieve with it. Yeah, yeah. I always think yeah. that I like Pride and Prejudice, and I like the priorities, and I like the um, the tension between Darcy and Lizzie. I mean, the, yeah, no. I like the fact that they start off hating each other, but then you see that that they that they eventually start growing to like each other because yeah, they're I because that. I think that's I think the. The, not his bad boy qualities, but I think there was some. There's something interesting about a guy that you think is, is is indifferent to you, to you. There's something. Well, I've never had a guy indifferent to me at all. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm a guy. But there sorry. is something wonderful. Female, maybe. There, it, there is something <laughs> interesting there. It's like some kind of unraveled mystery about mm. them, and you can't quite figure out what they're about. Yes. I guess it's the it's whole. A bit like a, uh, the 19th century Fonz. Hmm. 
the brooding person. What's going on in the brain? <laughs> anyway, do you want to rate this now? Hey. Okay, I'm going to rate it. I'm only pulling it down because it's like they're, they're sitting on the fence. Yeah, not committing. Yeah. Everything else is good. Yeah, I'm going to say eight and a half, eight and a half out of ten yeah. myself. It's still a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's it's, it's a good movie. But it to me, if you, if you don't mind these old nine century sort of stories, uh, like Pride and Prejudice and those other mm. sort of movies, it's a good turn on it, and it's really fun to watch. Mm. Yeah, and see these girls strutting their stuff there, killing zombies and stuff, mm. instead of being... Oh, I'm going to play the, the, the harpsichord or play the harp or something yeah. rather than do some knitting or something. I also, yeah. liked, it when, really good. I also yeah. liked it when they did the special books where it takes place with the men's side of the story, how, yeah, they, yeah. how they felt when they met um, their, 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 yeah. their, their, the, the girls they meant to spend the rest of their life with. It's well, kind of a romantic and really the girls cool. are very attractive. Yeah. Uh, music actually, is I, I, I like Darcy's mum better. <laughs> I'm an um, old fella. Aunt, aunt, aunt sorry, aunt, aunt, mum. Aunt, sorry, my mistake. Man, this guy. I got. I got, to, I got to get you to read the book. No, I, no I'm tired. I've been out all day. Uh, uh, the lady that called the Burr Burg or whatever it is. Yeah. Catherine de Burg. Catherine de Burg. Yeah, Lady Catherine de Burg. She's a honey, and and not like I'm. I'm in my sixties, and she's really good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's about it for us tonight. Well, it's not. Oh, what? If you wish to see this movie, <laughs> it is available on eBay. I know it's, there's quite a few. They're new and used. Um, Amazon, it is rentable, and there's plenty for sale while it apparent, uh, how it looks at the moment. Now, I would say one thing. Hmm. Okay. Only one? Only one thing. I noticed some idiot, uh, might have been on eBay, had the wrong date. Really? Yeah, 2018. It's actually 2016. Man, what kind of moron would do that? Oh, well, yeah. So when you put it, just put in the words Pride and Prejudice, A-N-D, Prejudice and A-N-D. Somebody's not your brief reaction. And it should bring up all of these things that you got and want there. And it should be 2016. Yeah. Get it, guys? Yeah. And just look at the main, uh, main actors. Uh, you've got that um, Lily James and Sam Riley, the main actors in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you'll see those guys. Buy it or rent it. Um, the rent, look, if you're not, don't, don't commit to buying it, yeah, rent it. It's a good look, but remember, it's a slower-paced drama with some zombies thrown into it. So don't expect Night of the Living Dead, okay? Yeah, there's only <laughs> one George A. Romero, yeah. and unfortunately he's passed away. Yeah, and there you go. So <laughs> there, I'm finished. I've got nothing more to say. Fade to black. No, is that right? No. Yeah. So that's about it for us tonight. So guys, feel free to check it out and give us your full thoughts on it. And we'll, we'll see you guys for our next podcast. And everything. Exactly. All right. Bye for now. Bye, guys. <laughs>